Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Dallas Cowboys agreed to a five-year, $105 million deal with defensive end Demarcus Lawrence, $65 million of it guaranteed. The Cowboys had put the franchise tag on Lawrence before free agency, and they wanted to use that as a placeholder to sign him long-term, which now they have done. And hey, now he's got $65 million guaranteed, fourth most dollars guaranteed from a defensive player in the NFL. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve the money. Because, look, the guy gets after the quarterback, mm-hmm. you know, 10 and a half sacks, 39 quarterback pressures. The guy's a pro bowler. But the Cowboys need all kinds of help, and they have no money. The money we saw that they had, yeah, Cowboys going to have $60 million next couple of years. Well, they've already decided we're going to pay Dak, so there goes a third of that money. we got to pay Ezekiel Elliott, so there goes a third of that money. And now here's the other third paying Demarcus Lawrence. Right? And now it's like the Cowboys are like, who is that? What's the character with Sisyphus that pushes the rock up yeah, the hill and it comes back down? That's right. I push the rock up the and hill and then you come go back and down, do it again. Push the rock up, come down. That's you never like feel like that? My, every day. 
every that is my single life. Every day. day. Every I, damn day. I'm thinking of getting a jersey that says Sisyphus <laughs> on the back of it. No, just one of those that has like the uh, uh, like the progression, bottom, middle, top, bottom, middle, top, bottom, middle, top. But that's the Dallas guy. It's like they are, every year they're going to be good enough to just be just not good enough. Because that's really who the Cowboys have been since Jerry Jones took over. Jerry Jones takes over. The players were in place. Jimmy Johnson, they won Super Bowls. Squeeze another one out with with Barry Switzer taking over because you still had the triplets. And now the Dallas Cowboys have been good enough to just be not good enough. That's what they've been. Good enough to make the playoffs every other year. Be a threat to make the playoffs when they're not. And still, they're nowhere close to being able to compete for a Super Bowl because they spend money poorly, and this is where they're at. They give money to the, they have bad money, they have bad contracts, so they have no money. And the minute they do have money left over, suddenly, hey, guess what? Now we got to pay Dak, which Jerry Jones says we're going to do. We got to pay Zeke, and now we got to pay Demarcus Lawrence. And the thing is, okay, if you like Dak, fine. You pay him, he's a quarterback. You like Ezekiel Elliott, eh, okay, running back, but still kind of replaceable, but I get it, you want to pay him. You can get a defensive end someplace, and I get how good Demarcus Lawrence is. I know how good he is, but you can get somebody to rush the passer. I mean, when you give that kind of guaranteed money to a defensive player, you are basically saying, we're going to hamstring the rest of our team. Because you got to get guys like this in the draft. You got to make trades for people. You, got, you can't give a guy who doesn't impact the game as much as a quarterback that kind of guaranteed money because you need money to spread it out. Because as we've seen with the Cowboys, are the Cowboys good? Yeah. Are they good enough? Not close. They're not close to being good enough. They can't make any changes to the team because they have no money to spend. So they got to basically get lucky every year in the draft, rely on crazy trades to bring guys in, take chances on guys in the supplemental draft, and that's the Dallas Cowboys' existence when you do things like this. And it's not that he doesn't deserve the money. If you told me somebody else with a ton of money was, hey, they go get Demarcus Lawrence, well, great, because you know what? Because they have money and they're close to the Super Bowl. But the Cowboys need more flexibility. And now you're you're, you're telling me you're gonna you're gonna carry you're gonna put sixty five million of it towards a guy that rushes the quarterback. And I understand the premium for rushing the quarterback. I'm saying it's not about how good he is. Mm-hmm. This is about the greater situation of the Cowboys that they don't spend money well. So when something like this goes to a guy who's really good, it's like, well, we can't really afford to do that because we got so many other holes to fill. Well, just remember, when the Cowboys were winning Super Bowls, it wasn't a cap. You could pay whatever you wanted to keep people around. Cap comes into the league, and that's where they get that final Super Bowl before the the long, long drought. And certainly, it's they haven't had many runs even back to any level of prominence in terms of playoff victories. Now, yes, you want the quarterback, the guy that rushes the quarterback, and, and really, that's where you start and push in from there. And for the Cowboys, just the space is just such a cap space is such a premium. But we know with Jerry Jones, historically, he pays his guys. He keeps his guys. So he's decided we we knew about offensively. Right. I mean, he's he wants to go hand Dak Prescott a big check right now. And Stephen Jones has locked him in a room. It's just like, we don't need to do it yet. Don't do it yet. Same thing with Ezekiel Elliott. He'll get his because, well, Jerry's talked about it. It's just, all right, when's the right timing? With Lawrence, a bit surprised when you get to the size of the guarantees. But, again, your premium for the position. And as you say, you know, he's worth it from a performance level. It's just going to make for some really hard situations and a lot of rookies and a lot of, 
you know, guys that are cast-offs willing to pay for league minimum to try to keep this thing afloat. And in that division, that's not going to work, right? Yes, Daniel Snyder can't get out of his own way. That we, that we know. So what, whatever goes goes on there, we'll see. You have the, the Eagles reloaded this offseason. And we'll see if Carson Wentz can stay healthy. But personnel-wise, much better off. So it's it's going to be tough. And the Giants can't be any worse than they were a year ago, can they? No. Well, <laughs> let's they, see. Eli Manning's a year older. He's a year worse. If they don't trade for Josh Rosen, yeah, they could be that bad. Yeah, right, they really so they could be equal. that bad again. They can't be any worse. They really though. could be that bad. Although at this point, the Giants are going to likely have somebody that can come in and play quarterback when Eli shows, oh boy, I really can't well, do yeah, it. Well, yeah, but there'll be somebody on the roster. We're not well, sure there, who but, that was. But it's not, you can't just put Kyle Lauletta in and say, yeah, he's our guy. No, no, no. no I, you need somebody I, that at I least was, can be the guy. I was lobbing that up for you to make a Kyle Lauletta joke. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. College basketball insider for CBSSports.com. You can follow him on Twitter at Reed Forgrave. It is the aforementioned Reed Forgrave, who now actually could also be named UCLA head coach. So, Reed, congratulations on that. I hear you're back in the mix. Yeah, I mean, look, I have a pretty big buyout. Like, my my wife isn't going to lower that buyout. We have we have a good life here in Minnesota. So, I just don't know if Westwood's going to be for me. But yeah, if they want to blow me away with a Calipari like offer, what what a what a disaster, man! What an absolute disaster they have no idea what they're doing over there uh just yeah for, for a school that should feel like they're a blue blood they, they, they just act like a bunch of amateurs excuse my play on words there but they're just yeah it's un- truly unbelievable <laughs> it's like it's like i say like ucla basketball and indiana basketball it's like seeing stonehenge like some kind of long ago an incredibly powerful thing that just has lost its luster and relevancy over the course of the past hundreds of years because this is what UCLA basketball is right now. It's a relic of a bygone era where things were phenomenal. Don't don't insult Stonehenge like that, man. Stonehenge is way cool compared to UCLA basketball. Come on. I don't know what the appropriate analogy was. Stonehenge is probably it. But, yeah, you know what? My archaeology is a little bit off these days, to be honest. Well, I think you, you imbibe a little something uh, to get in, in concert with the spirits. Maybe both will be a better experience for you. Hey, Final <laughs> Four, uh, not, not really a lot of buzz. I mean, first-time participants, coaches that you wa- have waited a lifetime to get there. And then you've got, well, Tom Izzo hanging out on the other side <laughs> of the bracket. I mean, he's the guy with, with all the experience that can impart on the kids. Is that is that the one advantage? he can claim or does being new and fresh uh, have its place here as well? I don't know. I gotta be honest. I I don't have a particularly good read on this final four. It's just, it's kind of a bizarre group of teams. Like I think if you, if you're a hardcore college basketball fan, I think there are tons of awesome storylines to dive into. Is you know, wanting to validate his career, his words, not mine with the second national title. I think that is an incredible storyline. There's no storyline better than Tony Bennett going from UMBC to the cusp of a national title. Chris Beard, his, his life story and the journey that he's had. Bruce Pearl, uh, just the fact that he was a year and a half ago, people were like, okay, he's going to be fired any hour now. And here he is, in the first time in Auburn history. There's some great storylines if you're an intense college basketball fan. There are great storylines if you're the casual fan who tunes in for March. Uh, we're bummed that there aren't blue bloods. No offense to Michigan State. I don't think they're blue blood yet. I think a national title might make them one. Um, there, there, there's no Zion. Uh, there's, and then there's no like big-time Cinderella. Uh, so I'm, and I'm, I'm dancing around it. On the Michigan State thing, Izzo having been there before, I think has to be, has to be an advantage over the other three coaches. 
All right, now, speaking of the, the way things are going to play out, as you said, this is more going to be a tournament for the diehard. Uh, it's not for the, the average college basketball fan. Um, we're going to get to see something tomorrow that I can't wait to see. We talked about it a few minutes ago. Is You get to see Virginia play defense against threes the way unlike anybody else in the country does, and you get to see Auburn take threes unlike anybody else in the country does. I can't see Auburn, if it's a battle of irresistible force, movable object, I can't see Auburn hitting threes. I can't see them going crazy against Virginia and winning the game, and that's why I feel good about my pre-tournament pick of Virginia to win it all. I think it's a good pick. I, th- I mean, they are favored right now out of these four teams. They are, I think, clearly the best team. Uh, just remember, when, when they keep you know slowest pace in the country, that means they can't possessions down. So each possession means a little bit more. So if if Auburn gets a few lucky bounces, if a couple shots go in, if they hit some really, really tough threes, and suddenly they're making 11 threes on the game instead of six, things can change in a hurry. Uh, but I'm with you. I think that game, the other game strikes me as one that will be an absolute, I think Jared Palmer was using this phrase, it's a heavyweight fight. It's These guys are just going to knock each other down, Michigan State and Texas Tech. Whereas Virginia and Auburn, especially with, Chuma Kiki's injury with Auburn, I just think there's too much separation. Like, I think Virginia could literally blow them out of the water. And by the way, like, Virginia blowing a team out of the water it means, like, they win by 11. <laughs> kind of like the Virginia MO. But, uh, I mean, Auburn, they know, like, Bruce Pearl said as much. He's like, well, we're going to have to play at their pace. Uh, Virginia has a stronger identity than just about any team in college sports. And they know exactly who they are. And they're going to force the other team to submit to their will. And the question is, can Auburn, a team that takes half a shot uh, or three-pointers, all it has to do is, is, is get lucky on a few of those and suddenly we get a ball game. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Spitz Show with Mike Harmon from the Geico Studios. On the hotline with us, CBSSports.com, NBA and NCAA analyst, our buddy Reed Forgrave, GQ Magazine, New York Times Magazine, with a, a fashion shot on his Twitter page uh, of him like with a nice sunset behind him, trying to look all cool. Uh, at I'm, Reed I'm, standing, I'm standing on a frozen lake there, by the way. Is, uh, is, that, is that what that, that is? My, yeah. It's my first time going ice fishing. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and, 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 and you're just in a just a button-down shirt. I like that. Sleeves rolled I'm, up and I'm, ready I'm to go to work. Yeah, I, feel, exactly. I feel good about that. Yeah, we, we you know, we talk about the teams, and, and as you, you rattled it off, and we've certainly done it all week, it's all about the coaches. I mean, who's the player to break through? Is Cassius Winston the guy that gets a little bit of a bump if Michigan State rolls through? Or, I mean, is there someone you got your eye on? Yeah, I mean, I think Winston's the one. Because, look, there, there are two lottery picks left in this Final Four. DeAndre Hunter from Virginia, kind of that Paul George-type player, and uh, Jarrett Culver from Texas Tech, who I haven't been able to come up with, like, the perfect – player comparison for him, but he gave me one the other day. He was like, I, I, I love watching Jamal Crawford. And I was like, oh, I can kind of see that. Like, he's got long, lean, funky handle, um, uh, kind of a guy that can do it all. Um, those guys are solidified as lottery picks. They, you know, a great performance in the Final Four knocks him up a couple. A bad performance in the Final Four might knock him back a couple. Probably not going to have all that much of a effect. Cassius Winston, I think, has a ton to gain because people look at him as undersized. Uh, they was an undersized for college basketball, certainly undersized for the NBA. And yet we've seen over the past, even just the past few years, a point guard, a really heavy, smart point guard uh, with the sort of confidence that Cassius Winston has in the court, the sort of way that he can just control the pace of the game. We've seen Chabaz Napier for UConn 
uh, a guy who was undersized and who didn't get all that much NBA buzz until he won a national title. He goes, what, 23rd or so to the Heat. Uh, Tyus Jones, same sort of deal. Uh, there were knocks on him about the NBA. People were wondering if he was going to be uh, you know, second-round pick. Ends up getting taken in the early 20s by Minnesota after winning most outstanding players. So I do think Cassius Winston, and boy, he's, a, he's an absolute stud. The dude shows he betrays no emotion on the court. He can do it all. He can hit threes at a really high level. Michigan State's the best passing team in the country because of him. Um, uh, he could, uh, out of everyone in this tournament, including those two lottery picks that I mentioned, DeAndre Hunter and Jarrett Culver, I think Cassius Winston has the highest probability of going supernova. Because that's just kind of his game. Uh, Jarrett Culver is a little bit more inconsistent up and down. Uh, and DeAndre Hunter plays as part of a system. Uh, his ceiling is probably the highest as far as NBA goes, but uh, I'm not sure if he's the type of guy that can go off for 32 points in a, in a uh, national title game. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Juan Gabriel, Juanquis, Selena, Selena, Celia Cruz, Azúcar, Carol G, La Bichota, Cristina Aguilera, Extina, just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Paul Pierce decided people aren't paying enough attention to me. Uh, on ESPN's NBA coverage, he opined about Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade, who, of course, is nearing the end of his NBA career. He actually talked today about how he's going to go see a therapist when he finishes playing because he needs to make sure that he segues into life after basketball the right way because he's done this his whole life and now he's not going to be an NBA player anymore. He says, I'm going out the right way. It's exciting. We're in the chase for the playoffs and all this. It's going exactly how he wants, but you know this is going to be it and I want to know how to you know get to life after basketball. And while the farewell to Dwayne Wade is going on, Paul Pierce weighed in on it and made sure to remind people that in Paul Pierce's world, he's better than Dwayne Wade. If you give me Shaq, if you give me LeBron, it is. It's on the big three. Yeah, we got that late. But like early in my career. If I you, mean, what are you if doing? If you right give now? me these guys early in my career. What, what, let me was, ask you this. What would have been a perfect time for you, Paul? Let's make sure we get this when right. When I was 24 years old, okay. you give me Shaq. When I'm 24, 25, you give me LeBron and Bosch. I'd be sitting on five or six championships. Easy. Okay. I um, like that they went out of their way to openly mock him. Yeah, I like that because right? they realized no, they, they didn't kiss his ass. They didn't. Mm-hmm. They didn't like say, "Oh, like preach, Paul, tell us." No, no, it's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, when's that ideal time? Come on now. This is where the producer gets in the talent's ear and go, "Oh, roast him for this. Roast him for this." Because we're, honestly, it's utterly ridiculous that Paul Pierce can say, oh, "I would have done this with Dwayne Wade." Dwayne Wade. Number one, won a championship basically all by himself the first time around. Then he did win two more and got to two more finals with LeBron and Bosch. All right, he did. Paul Pierce had Kevin Garnett. Oh, but it was at the end. No, you had Kevin Garnett and they, for a few years. You had Ray Allen for a few years. You had a couple of Hall of Fame talent players, and you won one. You won one. All right, Dwayne Wade during the regular season was better than you. Boy, he was all NBA eight times. Paul Pierce was all NBA, I think, three times, four. And now, however you cut it up, Paul Pierce is not better than Dwayne Wade. He did not accomplish what Dwayne Wade has. He's not done. He had a chance to. He had a big three. He had a chance, but they won one and they gacked away a second. All Paul Pierce has is, yeah, if you give me this, because there's no other part of the argument Paul Pierce has where you could say, oh, I kind of get it. I understand that Paul Pierce, uh, yeah. If, oh, if you had given me, it's not like I lost years to injury. It's not like I played on crappy teams. It's, oh, if you had given me Shaq and give me. No, 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 no. Just, just, just realize when Shaq got to Miami, he was almost done. All right, he was almost done in Miami already. And then when you had Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen, they were both in the middle of big time careers. They're in big time careers and still hit big shots to win. Ray Allen helped shots to win an NBA title years after he was gone. 
from Boston. You had a big three. You had Rajon Rondo, who's one of the best mm-hmm. young point guards in the East. You had a great bench. You had a phenomenal bench. Guys would come off the bench and hit threes all the time. All right, you had you had Leon Poe, who was having who would have big games for the Celtics off the bench. You had all kinds of guys. But now, uh, but you give me that guy, I would have won. No, you had a chance. You won one. I'm sorry, that's it. You don't win this argument. It's a nice attempt, though. I mean, because you got to raise your hand. I mean, and, and maybe Paul Pierce was looking at the reports of what Stephen A. is about to get paid. Good on him. No, it could be. Good yeah, for okay. everybody. Sure. Hey, we've, we've talked about sure. that a little bit. Begrudge the man his money. Uh, you might not agree with the tactics and the, the analysis oftentimes. And he, he went out of his way to make sure you knew he wasn't part of that Philadelphia fight yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, remember, yeah, 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 yeah. Look, because we didn't get to see the whole video. Why do we, people think I'm out trying to break up a fight? But see, we I was trying to get people on the show. I had to go tell Joel Embiid, if you want to come on the show, the phone number to call, and come on, and that's how I did it. But we didn't get the good shot of the guy actually running all the way in. We only no, got we it didn't. once he was in the scrum, no, and then there you look from the hairline and everything, it looked like Stephen A., who it was did. in attendance at the game. Yes, mind yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with Dwayne Wade, <laughs> I mean, you're talking about a guy who from an ego and sacrifice, yeah, you could say, yeah, he had those guys. He had to stop and say, I want those guys. Yeah. Much much like Pierce mm-hmm. had you to a degree there in Boston to make it work. And they sacrificed and he sacrificed to make it make it work. And his game, he became the second second star in a lot of this stuff and and worked. And so for for Dwayne Wade, this this career is so much bigger, so much bigger in every way. He outscored him by almost three points a game. You look at the rebounds and assist totals are the same. For Paul Pierce, you had one appearance on an All NBA team. He was a second teamer once. Yeah, ten All Star games. Yeah, that's tough. Just keep going on down the line. You can go through all the accolades. You can go through the stats and and, and see what Wade's careers meant overall. It's it's night and day. And it it doesn't diminish what career Paul Pierce have, and I think that's part of it. Because I mean, look, we've had, we've spent the year outside of your biggest stories, right? Is the Warriors bunch breaking up, and is Kevin Durant going to New York? Mm-hmm. The Lakers suck. The Clippers are outperforming. That's more a local story here in Los Angeles. The Knicks are terrible, and and trying to figure out how they get. Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and maybe Zion Williamson to show up and be part of the next next run. The other things that cut through were Dirk Nowitzki and, and Dwayne Wade's retirements mm-hmm. and looking at where they are at different milestones and for Dirk, his scoring, for Wade, a little bit of everything and just the outpouring of love. I think to some degree Paul Pierce is just kind of looking at it going, why didn't, why didn't I get that kind of love when I say goodbye? Because oh, you, yeah, he, you yeah. went out, because you limped out. That's the other part is the, the career had a nice peak, but he hit bottom pretty fast. Like, it ended pretty quickly. Those final couple of years were just kind of shrugged the shoulders. All right, he's done. Dwayne Wade still, still could probably play another two or three years if he really wanted to. Right? He's going out because he wants to go out. And that yeah. and that's a huge difference but, in it but, all but too. But you realize if you're Paul Pierce, and, and here's and here's the fault in his argument. If I had Shaq, sure. if I had right, that's like me saying, well, if Porzingis had Shaq and Porzingis had LeBron, he would have three titles already. But it's like I, I, I had great, I really, I had great instincts if as Mello, a seventh if or Mello eighth had grader. Shaq, you know, if right. Melo had LeBron, he would already. Have, 
No, I mean, of course anybody oh, could. Those if I had this, been if fighting, I had this, that would have been great. Yeah, I mean, if I was five everybody inches could taller, say that. maybe I'd have had some, gotten college paid for instead of taking out $100,000 alone. Boy, you would have been a sight five inches, six inches taller with the big jaunty hats you like to wear. You yeah. look, you'd seem like you're like six five. I six, could six. I could have been like Carmelo oh, in sure. his style or you Westbrook. <laughs> if I had had ch- anybody in the right, NBA we can, can play that, that game. If I had the big yeah. man that clogged up the lane and required two defenders on him all the time. <laughs> if I played with this other all-time great, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I mean, it's it's great to try to throw your name up, and certainly it'll get run right. There'll be a bunch of articles about it. We're talking about it now, and you try to place where Paul Pierce is. I don't think he's going to like the results. No, and and look, the bottom line with Paul Pierce is this: he had a good career. He had a fantastic career, right? He had a career. He had a that, good run. That There's no question. Ninety nine point five percent of NBA players would trade for his career in a second. But you realize. You didn't have the career of a couple of guys. You didn't have Wade's career. You didn't have LeBron's career. All right, you're not having KD's career. You're just not. All right, you you did great. You won a championship. You did everything you wanted. You were an all-star. You did this. You're on TV. But just realize that's a battle that people fight when just because you're better than 99.5%, that 0.5% sometimes is what you obsess about. I would and have that's what he's doing. Yeah, I would have stuck to other hot takes. <laughs> well, well, that's a pretty hot take. No, it's a hot take. That's a pretty but hot now, take. But now you've got people setting fire to your career. It's so damn hot. <laughs> you see, you don't want to have it reflect back on you. You want it to be a hot take. You want to be projecting. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I always like when you get an honest interview and an interview that means something at halftime of a game in between quarters. Because normally we don't get stuff that's very good all the time. We, We very rarely get anything that means, unless it's Greg Popovich. Pop, what do you guys need to do in the second quarter? Play better. That's right. All right, uh, what did you notice in the first quarter that uh, the Warriors were able to do uh, to jump out to that lead? They scored more baskets. All right, thanks, Pop. All right, and he goes, I mean, unless it's something like that, but that only gives you a one or two seconds. Yeah, All right, it. that's great. Yeah, no, no, no. It. And you've seen it. You've been there. Mm-hmm. You've done that for years. We just watched on one of our TVs, a Jeepers, it actually took over the TV that the Galaxy win over the Whitecaps was on. Uh, Galaxy win one MLS game tonight, MLS Friday night, and the Galaxy win 2 nothing. A big crowd there in Vancouver for Zlatan, oh, yeah. who set up the first goal by the Galaxy and scored the second goal on a laser. There's no bigger star in the MLS than Zlatan. And anywhere he goes, he just brings all kinds of entertainment. Well... Except if you were Felipe Martins of the Whitecaps. He was the player selected for the mid-game interview in the game on Fox Sports 1. He was selected for, uh, hey, you know, well, let's talk about this game here at halftime. It was a nothing-nothing game at halftime. And, of course, the excitement level, because Latan was playing, is through the roof. So he gets asked about how he feels about this exciting atmosphere. Just a normal, easy Fastball down the middle question. How do you feel about the excitement level here, the crowd, you know, cheering at the game tonight? And this is the honesty we got from Felipe Martins. There's a lot of buzz in the building tonight. You know about the uh, star power with Ibrahimovic here. How much fun is this one to play in so far? I think this is kind of sad because it's uh, it's for him and should be for us because we are playing home. Doesn't matter who come here, gotta come to support us and sure harder than ever for us, not for for the opponent. I think that's the way we should be. I said FS1 TSN uh, with with the call, obviously, of the interview. And I don't like it. 
I don't like it. They should come here and cheer for us, not him. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I don't like it one bit. See, it's funny because I get his point. The other part is you got a crowd on a Friday night. Yeah, it's a big deal. You got people. I mean, they kept showing giant pockets of Galaxy fans. uh, You know, the big blankets being kind of waved and banners and, and all the gear. Yeah, those are paying customers. You're you're happy on the whole. That's that's good for business. And you know what? Use it as fuel. He came off as whiny. <laughs> I, I, I don't like it. I don't like. We'd rather people no, not sir, there. I don't like. I'd it. rather be in front of nobody. Empty seat. Nobody cheering for us. I mean, the, the, the empty seat doesn't curse me out. I think, I think it's not like they were booing the no, whole day. No, they were just cheering they just for celebrated him. those few moments where Zlatan did Zlatan you know things. Dude, go play with the Marlins to see what it's like when every other 7, team 000. has more fans at the game than you do. I mean, but I appreciate his honesty. I, I joked I, I on Twitter, like it. yeah, that he, uh, you know, we celebrate his every move. Uh, and by the way, his bracket is still alive. He just wrote Zlatan. <laughs> Uh, let's hear it. Let's hear the uh, the mid game interview again. Again, you're not going to get more honesty than this. There's a lot of buzz in the building tonight. You know about the uh, star power with Ibrahimovic here. How much fun is this one to play in so far? I think this is kind of sad because it's uh, it's for him and should be for us because we are playing home. Doesn't matter who come here, gotta come to support us and cheer hard, harder than ever for us, not for for the opponent. I think that's the way we should be. Not for the opponent. That's the way it should be. Uh, so no one goes in. I mean, you've played soccer for a long time. Right? He's from Brazil. You know, I mean, Brazil, he's been playing for at least 11 years people, as a professional. You know, people have, uh, you know, other fan bases, you know, come to games to watch. Well, I think cheer. it was just so overwhelming. Well, that's what happens. Even, I gotta, you should have signed Slot But, but I got to go on a, on a limb here. And I, obviously, we got the close up crowd shots of the pockets of Galaxy fans around the, the, uh, the stadium there. I gotta think a lot of his own fans were applauding greatness. I do that. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. when when we're watching, you know, my daughter playing in a soccer match, other kid, kid oh, on another team a play out has a big good, play. Good shot, like, wow. Or you're walking through the parking lot after yeah. the game, it's like you were amazing. And like the, the parents almost look at you like you're nuts. Like your kid played for the other team. Mm-hmm. Like your kid played well. What do you want from me? Uh, Likewise, you celebrate greatness, right? If you're getting no hit, yeah, you're salty. You're on your guys. But in the end, you know, celebrate the the greatness that you get to see. Because not often when you go to a sporting event, you know, if you're going to play the did I get what I paid for game, do you really see something special? Yep. Uh, look, I always tell people, you know, coaching against the other a girl makes a good play. I always say it. I, hey, good play, 10. Hey, good shot, 12. Good, you know, let's play six. The last tournament we were at, you ready for this? We played a team uh, that beat us. We were we were close with them, and they beat us in the last couple of minutes. They scored a couple of goals in the last couple of minutes and beat us. It was tough, but they mm-hmm. played really well. Girl played really well. She scored their first two goals. And at the end of the game, we're going through the handshake line, and I tell her, good game. And she was wearing number 18. And I say, good game, 18. I, I say, good game, 18. And I slap her hand. She goes, it's Catherine. And I was like, oh, well. Okay. All right then. I don't know. I mean, a lot of coaches don't <laughs> go by name; okay. they go by number two, right. just to not screw it up. Sorry. Oh, sorry. No. Hey. I, 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 you know, eighteen is your number. That's why I say I don't know you because you're not on my team. I just know you're eighteen. Hey, good game, eighteen. I would have liked it's if she Catherine. turned and said, "Don't you know who I am?" It's. Ca- <laughs> I had a good game. You probably heard my coach say, "Good job, Catherine," a couple of times. How about that? 
Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.